I V M. Welcome to All Things Policy, a daily podcast supported by Pragati, a flagship media initiative of the Takshashila Institution. We're a bunch of policy nerds based in Bengaluru, and we like to bring a fresh perspective to Indian affairs and an Indian perspective to global affairs. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and join us for today's chat. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of All Things Policy. Today. We will be discussing a policy that has no impact on me, but certainly affects a lot of my friends and their friends and their friends. I want to start by saying, happy hours are over for Delhiites, and invite welcome comments from my colleague and our in-house representative from Delhi, Harshit Kukreja. Harshit, could you please tell our listeners what were these happy hours and why are they over in Delhi? So, with the heavy heart, I'll tell you a very happy. story which is now gotten to a sad end so this is october 2021 delhi government has had proposed and had started a new excise policy in which they planned that they'll shut all government vendors down and they'll shift to a private sort of like a only private people will be allowed to sell liquor government will withdraw from the market because government does not have a lot of the government should not be selling liquor government should be doing the things it is supposed to do So from October one, October the first, for forty-five days, all the private vans were shut till November sixteenth, when the new excise policy was supposed to start, and it started. So they divided the city into thirty-two zones, and each zone had somewhere around twenty-seven liquor shops, and every liquor shop was given on a contract. It was somewhere around five crores, and with some component added for the quantity sold. It was a departure from the earlier excise policy. and the government was expecting that there would be a rise in revenue and from the starting they had set a reserve price of somewhere around 7000 crores and they got somewhere around 9000 crores so it was a happy starting for the government it was a happy starting for the consumers then the government also allowed liquor bottles to be sold below mrp rate and uh, delhi so delhi is like uh, neighbors with harana and harana always had a better price on liquor so what people used to do what consumers heavy consumers or like you no comments so what people used to do they used to get liquor crates of liquors uh, crates of beer from haryana there there are a certain types of license in haryana called n1 license those are supposed to be wholesale shops but you can walk in and get a cheap bottles of liquor and get it home so then to sort of like when the government allowed selling below mrp liquor shops in delhi they cut their prices you were getting 1 plus 1 you were getting 50% off by july this year around 90% of the liquor that was sold in delhi was selling at a 50% discount so it was as a whole the policy had a good intention and i think it had a good design everybody was happy the liquor vendors were happy they were selling more liquor the government had some problems they were not able to get as much as revenue they wanted mainly because of some problems with the lg's office uh, which the lg has proposed that this is all what they are accusing each other of lg had proposed that he'll allow them to set up shops in unauthorized areas which he didn't when the policy was this is somewhere october 3 october 4 uh, 2021 so the government said this is why they are having a loss in revenue everything was being optimized the price was optimized vendors were happy at least the bigger ones the smaller ones were slowly going out of business and i think you don't need vendors at equidistant and how the government distributed the market would have 
stabilized in a year or two and the places would hide with high demands would have more vendors and the places with low demands would have none so it was all well but now the government has proposed because of some acquisitions and some court cases and an inquiry has been set up by the lg's office and by the central government so the government is now reverting to its old policy and is now exclusively would at least for the next 6 months would be selling through the government vendors all right thank you harshit for for that summary quickly to sum it up there was a new liquor policy announced in 2020 in delhi it came into effect in november 2021 and the idea was to change the way liquor was sold in the city with the government withdrawing from the business and allowing private sector to run liquor shops harshit has already run through and and presently with the with the choice of words such as you could get better prices in in gurgaon but yeah the aim was to end the liquor mafia which the the proposed aim was to end the liquor mafia and black marketing increase revenue and in, improve consumer experience and ensure equitable distribution of liquor wins now the policy was revolutionary in a lot many sense the new policy had a provision for home delivery of liquor it even proposed lowering the drinking age from 25 to 21 and suggested and went as far as suggesting that the shops should be open till 3 am however these were not implemented now i want to get to pranay and ask him how does he look at this entire scene from a public policy point of view yeah thanks ritul so first of all a public service announcement if you don't drink alcohol it's fine but if you do then please drink in moderation follow the middle path it's always okay no problem with that so being said that now first of all ritul you said alcohol affects it doesn't affect you actually it does because a lot of state governments funding is now most of the states i think the largest tax revenue will be alcohol okay so if not the most the second most would be through it so it has affected you if you want good public services probably alcohol revenues are one factor for states now why is that the case i think one fr- first thing when i saw this news is one the importance of having a good excise policy are coming to the fore for many state governments it's not just ap in delhi ap in punjab has also talked about a similar reform where they were saying that earlier this excise duty was this liquor licenses were cornered by a few people and hence the government was not getting revenue and now they want to liberalize it so that more people sell it in a very overboard manner and through that even the government makes decent money now first of all why is that happened right so let's look at it from a public finance perspective state governments in india generally any government can raise money through three revenue uh, sources one is tax revenue one is non tax revenue third one is borrowing right so that's the only three sources with ap particularly they are not so high not so high not from this sense <laughs> they are not very you know pro increasing non tax revenue non tax revenue basically means increasing your rates on services and char- service charges for let's say water or electricity etc and they have found it difficult in punjab for historical reasons and in delhi that is not their policy anyway so non tax revenue is off borrowing there are cost to borrowing so that is also a risky way of raising money so the third way of raising money is through tax revenue now tax revenue can be raised through two ways one either you increase new taxes you put new taxes or you actually have a better economy so that more people pay taxes you know more people are uh, can afford paying taxes 
that i would articulate as a better way but since the economy is not doing well a lot of state governments are now thinking what is the way i can raise money right and one of the ways is alcohol so now they, that's why what they are trying to do is sort of liberalize alcohol retailing so that it can be done in a again a more overboard manner and the government also raises revenue and like you said harshit they have already this licenses got them 9000 crores so that's a victory for them in that sense right so so that's the motivation for all these policies in delhi and also in punjab which the government is considering okay so that's the first thing now from a public policy perspective i think yeah it's a very good move because as we know why is the government running alcohol shops i mean doesn't make sense and it's not as if those shops are also you know great services provided there or anything like that so there are multiple reasons why government shouldn't be in this business so having a, a policy which is which allows more people to uh, sell this freely and the li- liquor licenses are transparent is a good move so i i was very interested in finding out about this also the mrp thing right uh, An- anupam has written about mrp etc why mrp is not a great policy to think of and i think uh, again the government had a, a good idea there right let, let people decide their own prices so some retail owners might decide they want to give another offer better offer it should be left to the market to decide so anyways the that was the intention but it ran into difficulties like harshit said so first difficulty was that yeah that alcohol is being sold cheap so there were some what you call retailers who were giving better offers and that led to people saying the smaller vendors saying that oh we are not being uh, we are losing out on this so please do something about it so then the government came up with you can only sell 25% below mrp so that's the f- floor you can't go below that and after that since that was put then the people shifted to this policy of buy one get one free so again that's a very interesting way of how a small change in government policy can lead to different kinds of consequences so this is buy one get one free now many vendors were saying that you know we won't be able to compete with the bigger players so that was one angle and then what harshit said right there is a lot of controversy about the alcohol licenses itself where should it be allowed etc should it be allowed in those unauthorized colonies and all that but as a public policy angle i think the gov- the government is trying something interesting there and this is a progressive reform in my view and right now what we are seeing are probably some starting hiccups because people always like the status quo there are the status quo is a status quo for very strong reasons there will be people will be benefiting massively from the older policy so now you are seeing this resistance so for now lot of those radical things which you said about reducing the age from 25 to 21 or uh, those have postponed probably it will come in the excise duty policy of 22 23 but even the one which is was there in 21 22 has now been stopped because of uh, various protests and people saying you know why are you allowing more alcohol shops to come up even though the policy doesn't increase the number of alcohol shops they are just saying that you know one we will reduce government shops and we'll distribute licenses instead of government running it and also they have certain policies to allow it in more residential areas so there is an opposition to that as well uh, the number of shops have decreased they have not increased and so one more thing uh, they what they were allowing was you had some uh, something called as super 
Super stores or something. They were supposed to open in large areas where you could go, taste the alcohol, and also buy art and chocolates and everything else. And all this was supposed to cater to the super elite and get more revenue to the government. And people would now have more choice. Would have had more choice to maybe I want to go to a better wind and maybe taste my alcohol before I buy it. So this was liberalization in a good sense. And yeah. All right. Thank you so much. With this, let's take, um, I mean, a lot of thoughts to sort of double click upon, but let's take a break here and then we will get back on this. So thank you, Pranay and Harshit for your insights into the policy. Now, I want to take a step back because you've, you mentioned, both of you mentioned that there is, there is a visible pushback and the, the political brigade, we know which side, is arms up against the policy. So uh, this came up in my teaching assignment where I was the teaching assignment to Mr. Anil Swaroop who is the former secretary to the government of India. And he said for any policy to work, there are broad contours to look into. So I'm just going to list it out and then let's see from that angle. So one is it has to be politically desirable. Two, it has to be socially desirable. It has to be technologically feasible. It has to be financially viable. It has to be administratively doable. It has to be judicially tenable and it has to be emotionally relatable. Now, and his idea was that policymakers have to look at a lot of things. This is the broad framework that he considered throughout his lifetime and then sort of fit a policy into it. So we see this policy evidently fails at a lot of front under this framework. What do you think are the reasons that despite being such, I mean, it's, it's out there, but despite being such a good policy, it has fallen flat on its face. And we are talking about Delhi, which is a rather progressive state, which has, you know, more. Uh, so what do you think are the reasons that this just couldn't work and the government had to? And like, I know there is a lot of political economy as well. The LG has ordered Delhi Economic Offense Wing to investigate into. So there was some sort of uh, colluding that went into giving tenders and etc. But what do you think are the policy hiccups? And then in terms of teething troubles in just the policy itself? So my take on this is, I think the policy is sort of politically acceptable. That's why it even made it as a policy, right? And otherwise the government would have kept, not even touched it with the barge pole. So that is solved. There are social acceptability issues, like most people would be okay with it. But there will also be some, because many people are, have know the status quo, people fear the unknown, right? And that unknown might be giving fears to few people. But I think there is a general problem when you're dealing with taxing something quote-unquote called sin goods, right? So it's conundrum, right? So the thing is, you're saying it is a sin thing, but you also, you know that if you are going to ban it, it's going to go underground and in fact, you the consequences will be much worse. So the idea is, how much are you reliant on something like alcohol is a thing to consider. And I don't think there is a very good answer to that. Broadly, I would say the government should have other sources of revenue, not just uh, alcohol. So if the if our economy is doing well, if there are more industries, you have revenue coming through, you know, from manufacturing, from GST, etc., then this becomes uh, less of an issue. But now, because because of all other factors, this is, the government is sort of, made it a big mission 
to raise money through this when it makes it a targeted thing then it gets the ire of political opponents right so now political opponents have made it an issue to corner the government on this so i think it sort of is reached that idea maybe the government could have taken the opposition etc into confidence that this is useful for delhi in raising revenues what benefits it will have etc probably that is one thing but yeah otherwise social acceptability i think it will be on both sides some many people would be happy you know like someone also said that you know earliest uh, and this is from business standard and there was some craft uh, yeah. brand which uh, the owner of who, which said that stores were dingy with no proper brand display but now stores have a mandated minimum floor area and are women friendly this helps in the visibility of a brand right so there will be things were already happening earlier it's i mean i am sure people below 25 were also drinking earlier even though the government had prohibited it so now they are trying to you know go to a more acceptable way and make it legal but yeah so there will be opposition what i think could solve it is a few examples of successes where people see how it is in a place in a few wards how things have improved that might lead to more people finding it useful and being able to look at a new status quo right currently you're not seen what is there on the other side so you're comfortable with the current status true quo. true and actually on the social acceptability part we've all seen the the mushrooming of uh, gin festivals in cities wine tasting festivals in cities so i think the culture is moving and this was one way of percolating it to the masses where you just make the experience good for people who for for a casual buyer on the road but on the teething trouble so in my home state rajasthan they've also liberalized this policy the number of stores have drastically increased but there is a catch so also by the way in dosa which is one of the districts the license for one of the shop was sold for 999 like 1000 crore 999 crores yeah A thousand crore was a license. Are you sold. sure? Hundred percent. I will. I will. Point or I will. I will attach the. I will attach the link as a show note. Mm. So, so that was sold. But there is a problem to that now. So, so the thing is that the department. So, a lot of these vendors, a lot of these tenders were sold for very high amount with their reserve base price, but now they are not coming for a new, because it's not financially viable. And what the government is asking them. is to renew them on the base price which they bid for so it's just there's a there's there's a chaos in rajasthan as well where most of the shop owners are not coming to renew their licenses because it's not on the original base price which the government has first mm. now mm. the base price has moved to what they bid for they have increased so there is and which has drastically led to people going bankrupt on these alcohol shops so i think there are teething issues which will come through and most governments will try to figure out a way but yeah do you guys have any other any other thoughts on this so i think i'm also quoting business standard someone from the industry said that because these states they have been doing the excise policy has been changing so rapidly so they are not able to anticipate the demand they are not able to put money in infrastructure and that is negative for the government for the people and for the person selling it infrastructure in what sense so infrastructure they want to set up manufacturing units they want to build better vents they want for instance the government delhi government policy they had sort of like a experience store where you walk in and you have this and that so you have to put money in that so they are not willing unless there's a 
policy which they know will continue for at least the next 3 4 5 years correct yeah no that's an important point if there is some consistency then people will invest otherwise it will why would anyone in, invest in something which is not sure so i think policy uncertainty exists and e- even though the government tried to remove that uncertainty it hasn't gone away it has increased but with some policy certainty situation should improve so overall i would say it's a good move but yeah some of these teething issues will remove like harshit said with more policy certainty and getting more people on board about this right i think for example they could have done this better that uh, the narrative that came out is that they are increasing the number of alcohol shops which was not the correct thing right so that those things could have been managed better to get the social acceptability of this policy higher okay so a final question and i think any one of you can take this as a policy advisor to the government in times wherein it's easy to where where it's 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 easy or rather it's a low hanging fruit to advise them to ban it right away which we see a lot of states do and then which has terrible unintended consequences we saw last month like a bunch of people died in gujarat for spurious alcohol how do you convince a state government to go for such a revolutionary policy this the states which are banning no them. no no uh. any government uh. so the time is as such that it's very easy to to no no to ban i don't think that's true at all the very few states have banned it most states in india don't ban alcohol right so bihar has a ban currently a few other states have and most states have tried banning it and they have learned from that experience that it is actually counterproductive you had bombay uh, there are legendary stories of how things went wrong there uh, those permit bars and all that where you literally had to write that i am a sharabi and i want alcohol what yeah you literally you needed to get a, you get a permit your permit read that you know so there are there were things which were tried there were so many deaths because of this uh, andhra pradesh had a ban on alcohol for some time and then they reversed so i think other states just have to look within india what has happened and i have written about the bihar prohibition policy also every few months you will see some spurious alcohol leading to deaths there yeah and in fact the bihar government is recruiting police persons to specifically prevent others from drinking alcohol so that I mean, happens in gujarat as well yeah so in bihar you have a state capacity issue you should be having more police persons to actually look at the law and order situation and here your investing precious state capacity in uh, guarding against a victimless crime so that's complete waste of state's resources completely counterproductive so yeah broadly i don't think that's the trend in india at all no state is going towards banning apart from a few outliers and that too the states most states in fact are going the other way like i was saying right because now many states feel that is one revenue source that i have in my control they want they are trying to change policies that's why you're seeing things in rajasthan and punjab and delhi etc so yeah i don't agree with you on that so pranay a question do you think in the foreseeable future we'll see alcohol included in the gst regime or will the state governments I don't think so that will happen anytime soon because again this see it it depends on you know 
how the gst does so now over the last few months there is buoyancy in the tax revenues etc so the states have to see benefits from that once that happens and it happens over consistent period say one or two years then there will be political consensus that yeah i mean yeah a lot of people say you know state sovereignty or not sovereignty you know states federal structure has been affected because of gst taking away taxation powers i don't necessarily believe in that finally taxation is for the benefit of citizens states are secondary primary thing is the citizen as long as we are able to collect taxes in a fair efficient manner and use it for citizens it benefits it doesn't matter if it is funded by the state or the union government as such right and if we have a working finance commission etc we can manage the vertical imbalances so that is not my concern but right now there is no confidence between state governments and union governments especially because what happened with the compensation cess issue during pandemic and we have done episodes on that so now the major issue is right now on both on alcohol and on petroleum products states are not on board so if gst does better i think that time will come but it's unlikely in the next one or two years all right thank you pranay and harshit to sum it up get the government out of selling alcohol the social desirability will come eventually and as pranay said ideally states should have means to finance their expenses but as long as they don't have alcohol is is okay it's a good means liberalizing is the way out and the final which is like from collectively from all of us it's a public service announcement do drink but drink in moderation and do not drink and drive thank you thank you see you in the next episode thank of you, all things thank policy if you liked our show don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the ivm network you can tune into them on the ivm podcast app ivmpodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts you can also follow ivm on social media the handle is at @ivmpodcasts on twitter facebook and instagram and hey if you'd like to dive into takshashila's research on technology strategy and economic affairs check us out at our twitter handle at @takshashila_inst or our website takshashila.org.in